Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today, the combination of social media and activism gives overturning controversial laws a fighting chance. And in the past few years, we've seen various demonstrations test the potency of power to the people. This year, hundreds of Walt Disney employees walked out of the company's headquarters in Burbank, California, to take a stance against the Parental Rights Education Bill in Florida, home of Disney World. Some workers say that the mouse should have roared in protest. On March 28th, the now famously known Don't Say Gay Bill was signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis. The Walt Disney Corporation has been notorious for its tense battle between the company's more progressive employees, many of whom identify as LGBTQ+, and its continuous donations to conservative politicians in Florida and elsewhere, the same politicians who have largely promoted the Don't Say Gay legislation. Now, Disney has vowed to help have the law repealed, and conservative politicians in Florida have responded in retaliation. I just don't think you have very many people in the legislature anymore who are going to be able to defend a lot of what has been done over many, many years to really have them almost govern themselves. But what kind of pull does Disney really have, and how much power do corporations have in changing legislation? This week on Connect the Dots, we'll hear from Chara Torres-Spellacy, a professor of corporate governance at Stetson University, about how Disney's relationship with politicians has fostered privileges for the company. We'll also hear from two former Disney Parks employees from the LGBTQ community, Blake Simons, now a student of corporate law, and Savannah Bell, about their experiences working for the company and what they see for the future. I'm Mallory Samara, and this is Connect the Dots from Odyssey. The Walt Disney Park in Orlando boasts over 70,000 employees, making it Florida's largest state employer. Although it received criticism for its delayed response to the bill, Disney made its stance public on March 28th, after the bill was signed into law. Bob Chapik, the chief executive officer of the Walt Disney Company, commented on the decision, saying, quote, Starting immediately, we are increasing our support for advocacy groups to combat similar legislation in other states. We are hard at work creating a new framework 
for our political giving that will ensure our advocacy better reflects our values. And to the surprise of Florida politicians, Chapik announced that the Disney company will pursue repealing the legislation. Yet Disney employees remain frustrated. On the Disney Do Better Walkout website, also called Where is Chapik, employees have vowed to continue protesting at Disney theme parks in Florida and in California until the company publicly commits to an actionable plan. But what can the Disney company do to keep its employees safe? And can Disney really put an end to don't say gay legislation? One explanation for why particular companies give to politicians is they think it's going to be for the betterment of that corporation. And a classic example of this are tax breaks. That's Chara torres Spellacy, professor of election law and corporate governance at Stetson University. So if we're talking about Disney and Florida, a couple years back, they decided that they would move 2,000 employees from California to Florida. And Florida was very happy with that decision. And they gave Disney a $580 million tax break. Uh, and, <laughs> and that can explain some of this behavior of giving to politicians, whether they are incumbents or not, because you want to foster the relationships that would create the political will to give such big tax breaks to such big corporations. Now, when you get into these social issues like gay rights, that is something that can hit corporations uh, unawares or can sort of hit them sideways because you know, most corporations don't have gay rights at the center of their business model. Um, I mean, perhaps we could conceive of one, but or, or a few. But in general, you know, if it's Disney, they're making movies, they have theme parks, and they have a lot of merchandising. And so whether they were trying to stay out of this, whether they could stay out of this, given how in other situations the Disney Corporation has sort of gone out of its way to show that it's gay friendly, you know, having pride at the parks, the amusement parks. And on the other hand, when you look at political spending, they have donated to politicians like Governor Ron DeSantis, who is one of the champions of this bill. And there can be this complete disconnect between the values that they purport to have, like we're gay friendly, and the politicians that they support who are often incredibly homophobic. The Walt Disney Company has received many privileges for its partnership with Florida's politicians, including the Reedy Creek Improvement Act, which was passed in 1967 by Governor Claude Kirk. The act, which began in Florida's Orange and Osceola counties, states that Disney can make its own decisions with building codes and infrastructure. Basically, Disney has been able to build whatever it wants. The other thing that a lot of corporations want is just generally they want deregulation. And, and that's a far more complicated 
problem. So some deregulation is done at the state level. Some deregulation is done at the congressional level. Some of it is done in administrative agencies. But I think the the impetus to give to especially Republican politicians is often inspired by the idea that most Republican politicians are also deregulatory. But now, Disney's Reedy Creek Improvement Act, which saves the company tens of millions of dollars per year, is being threatened in the wake of Disney's condemnation of the Don't Say Gay law. It's hard to know who the long-term winners and losers in this is. You know, from my perspective, it really looks like legislators in several states are punching down. They're punching down at trans kids. They're punching down at gay families because they are politically convenient targets. And in some ways, this is just so cowardly and ugly. And and one of the things that I focus on in my work is I hope that this is a moment for political spenders, corporate political spenders in particular, to reevaluate who they are funding. The Don't Say Gay law states that Florida's classrooms are prohibited from discussing sexual orientation or gender identity. And it doesn't just rule out talking about these issues, it would also allow the state of Florida to remove books with queer characters from the classroom. Additionally, schools will be notifying parents if their children are receiving any form of counseling. Opponents of the law worry this will deter students from seeking help. It gives parents the ability to sue the school systems when they feel like the school systems are violating this bill. And that's going to have a hard economic impact on society. That's Blake Simons. He's a former Disney Parks employee and student at South Texas College of Law. Because once the schools are involved in excessive litigation, that's going to raise everybody's property taxes. These Lawsuits have to be funded and paid for somehow, and it's going to be paid for by those same parents that are raising these suits against the school system. But the K through third, no gender identity, no sexual orientation education, and then restricting it beyond third grade is is telling LGBT youth that they don't matter, that they are unimportant and they don't deserve being discussed. He says that while working at Disney, he felt like the workplace was inclusive of LGBTQ plus employees, but that this law could impact that. Connect the Dots producer Dempsey Palat spoke with him to better understand Disney's stance on this legislation. The number of people in the LGBT community that work at Disney is, is very high. It always seems to have been. So I always felt like I was surrounded by my peers. I never had to hide who I was for the most part. When I first started, we still had a very strict, um, what we called the Disney look guidelines, and, and it had a lot of variations and rules based off of your assigned sex. And we originally started with four different keys, but there's a fifth key, um, safety, efficiency, courtesy, but they've since added a fifth key called inclusion. And with adding that inclusion key as part of their Matra, they've started recognizing the large spectrum of people within the community. Men can now have their earrings. They can 
wear nail polish. Females can wear the clothing that they feel most comfortably in. And if you express yourself as a different gender, you can choose which type of costume, whether it be for males or females in whatever frontline operation you work in, you can choose the one that you want to wear to express yourself. They've become much more accepting and much more inclusive of the entire community as a whole, which is great. And, and like I said, I never felt discriminated against and felt that I could be myself, but they've made steps in the right direction to become entirely inclusive. Um, I think some cast members just feel that staying silent on this bill until the point where Mr. Chapek actively denounced it was not the best move and did not fit with that inclusivity uh, key that they've now established. What, what, what do you think is Disney's overall stance on the issue now? I don't think that they were ever for the Don't Say Gay bill. And I think it would be incorrect to say that. I just think that they kind of had their hands tied and they didn't know how to react to it because they wanted to have their cake and eat it too. They, they wanted to please both parties. So they figured silence um, would probably benefit them in the long run, but it actually really hurt them. What are your thoughts? Sometimes you don't want to rock the boat. They've got to advocate and lobby for legislation that's going to benefit the company in multiple aspects. So sometimes that takes more Republican support. Sometimes that will take more Democratic support. They've also got to think about their target audience. The Walt Disney Company reach out to so many people across the world and across America. You know, if they go out public hardcore on certain issues, they could alienate large parts of their target market. It's a delicate balance for Disney. And although Simons believes that Disney should advocate for the LGBTQ plus community, he understands why the company took so long to come forward against it in the first place. I'm sure that Disney, just as any of the major Fortune 500 companies do, is constantly lobbying for legislation to benefit the company, to benefit, hopefully, its cast members and employees, its shareholders, and the community as a whole. Mr. Chapek referred to the fact that they had been working behind the scenes rather than taking a public stance in an effort uh, to challenge this legislation, but it, it came to no avail. During that investors meeting where he did get called out in public about it, he said that they were doing that and that it didn't work. And that's when he came out publicly to call Governor DeSantis and try to meet with him to discuss it. But it's very clear that Governor DeSantis has already made up his mind. It's a complicated process is what it boils down to. And while those of us in the LGBT community, especially those of us that are or have been cast members, we may feel that it was a wrong move to not support us publicly and in front of the media. It's hard to entirely disparage him for that approach because it is such a complicated process. We always like to see advocation um, for our community, but sometimes we may not understand why it's important to do it behind the scenes. While Disney donated to Florida politicians in the 2020 election an outstanding $4.8 million, according to Politico, the company has announced it will halt political contributions while it reviews the role advocacy plays in the company. Simon says that a boycott of the company worth nearly $100 billion wouldn't necessarily harm its finances. And, you know, some people threaten that they're never going to buy anything Disney again. It's hard not to um, consume products under the whole umbrella of the Walt Disney Company. 
just by existing. But for every person that denounces the company, there's going to be somebody else that's investing in the company. And while I said they have to walk that fine line because it's a delicate balance, there's always going to be people consuming and appreciating the products put out by the Walt Disney Company as a whole. So I don't know that this decision or any other decision is going to make or break this well-established company at this point. For people like Savannah Bell, it's not enough for the company to pursue repealing the legislation. She wants to see concrete action by the Walt Disney Company to change the way it advocates for vulnerable communities and where it puts its money. And my personal belief is that LGBTQ plus relations shouldn't be shouldn't at all be politicized because it should be a human rights type of thing not like it's not taken so lightly like pineapples on pizza you know it's people's lives their um their just their entire life is based on who they can talk to and interact with and everything and where their money goes and a lot of money goes to disney um you can't escape it even if you try to boycott disney you can't because they own 200 other companies or food products or anything um so i do hope that they change but i hope they change with good intent and not just for the public eye of looking better. Bell also hopes that Disney park managers and leadership staff take a more direct approach in making sure that their LGBTQ plus employees can talk about issues that arise with the new legislation. Team leaders could have like meetings with their employees, um, either like before or after their shifts, or even just text them, email saying, hey, I'm here for you no matter what, if you need to talk. They also have health services and therapy services um, that I know that other people take part in. But it's really important to have a good leader, even just one manager that you like to talk to. But an even newer bill signed by Governor DeSantis could quell the hope of such support in the workplace in Florida. The Stop Woke Act, short for Stop the Wrongs to Our Kids and Employees Act, majorly restricts how workplaces, schools, and colleges can teach about homophobia, racism, as well as other systemic biases. And since Florida passed the Parental Rights Education Bill into law, a slew of other bills have been proposed in states around the country, including Arizona, Georgia, Louisiana, Tennessee, and many others. These bills, while varying in language, bear a strong resemblance to the Florida bill. In early April, the Alabama legislature passed two bills that limit LGBTQ discussions in schools and prohibit transgender students from using bathrooms that align with their gender identities. This legislation also makes it a crime for parents and healthcare providers to give gender-affirming medical care to transgender youth. Disney employees have outlined their demands for the corporation on the Disney Do Better website, including ceasing donations to politicians who voted for Don't Say Gay. 
A petition supporting their demands has been circulating on their website and social media profiles using the hashtag WhereIsChapik, alluding to the Disney CEO's failure to halt the law from coming forward. Chapik announced that Disney will pause political donations for the time being and has met with Governor DeSantis to discuss the impact of the legislation, but still, Governor DeSantis's mind remains to be changed. Last Thursday, the Florida House of Representatives passed a bill that would repeal the Reedy Creek Improvement Act, which has been declared as a victory for DeSantis. The bill is now being passed to DeSantis's office to be signed into law. At a news conference in late March, DeSantis responded to Disney's promise to act, saying, quote, You should not have one organization that is able to dictate policy in all these different realms. And they have done that for many, many years. If that stops now, which it should, that would be a good thing for Florida. This episode of Connect the Dots was written and produced by KCBS Radio's Sydney Fishman and Odyssey's Dempsey Pilat and Lauren Berry. With editing by KNX's Cooper Mall and additional editing, mixing, and mastering by me, the show's executive producer. Subscribe to Connect the Dots and listen to past episodes by heading to the Odyssey app or on Apple and Google Podcasts. From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Mallory Samara. Thanks for listening. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t